0: Hi, this is Lisa DeLay, and I'm the host of the Spark My Muse podcast. You're listening to Soul School, episode 145. Today, I'm going to be reading a little bit of poetry. I'm coming to you in December 2019, as I record this, and a sponsor of mine, Noel Young, fantastic patron of the show for a long time, one of my good friends, occasionally sends correspondence to me and we write back and forth. On occasion he sends poems and I thought it would be really wonderful to share these poems with you. They're very short and I think that they're perfect for this time of year as well. Before I do that I want to remind you of two fun things. Both of them have some time limits on them and so it's important that I tell you about them right now. The first one relates to something that's happening in June of 2020. June 5th through 7th, I'm planning my first event retreat. Me and a few other people are joining together and we're going to New Mexico in the high desert. I'm really looking forward to this time. It's going to be a time of respite and rejuvenation and solitude, but not solitude in the sense of getting into uh, our own private world. It's going to be the kind of solitude that engenders transformation, spiritual practices, and time together over shared meals. If you would like to be part of this or just get some more information, you can go to sacredspacesSantaFe.eventbrite.com, or search eventbrite.com for Sacred Spaces Santa Fe or just go to sparkmymuse.com and find a link to it there. There is an early bird special that ends at the end of this year, just a few weeks away. So if you are at all interested, if you get your ticket now, you have a few more months to save up for airfare to New Mexico. This is going to be an unforgettable time together. of Solace of community, of respite for the soul. And it is my heart's cry, my heart's desire to provide soul care and soul companioning for the people that I interact with in a richer way in the coming years. First of all, through the book that I'm putting together now with Fortress Press, but also in different events, starting with this one in New Mexico. When I went to New Mexico for the first time in June of 2019, I was awestruck by the majesty and the beauty of that place. The inherently spiritual grandeur of New Mexico pulled me into the silence of the mountains and the majesty of the landscapes. These ancient volcanic places that draws into a different kind of silence where, where nature sort of overshadows us and the beauty of God's creation surrounds us. And we will also be going to Chamayo, a sacred site that has long been precious to the people of the area. This will give us an experience of what it's like to be a spiritual pilgrim. So I encourage you to please check that out before the early bird price goes away. And the difference is about $100, so jump on that while you can. My second little announcement is about some artwork that I've done just for fun, just for Christmas time, and in the new year in the election cycle. I'm not thrilled about the political season coming up on the American landscape. And I've been watching Mandalorian, so I made some fan art for Baby Yoda. And I'm throwing my support completely behind Baby Yoda from the Jedi party this year, this coming year for President of the United States. I realize this writing candidate probably doesn't stand a chance to win, but I made some logo art for that in fun. And I'm selling some mugs and t-shirts and bags and things to raise money for the work I'm doing here at Spark My Muse each week. So if you'd like to get a hoodie or a t-shirt or a mug just for some fun and give it as a gift to ease the political tension in your family for Christmas or as a a way to add a little levity to the election cycle this year, go over to sparkmymuse.com into the store section and check out all the things that are there that are new. I hope you enjoy that. Once in a while, I get back to my visual arts roots and draw up something, and this is one of those times. So today on the show, I'm going to be sharing with you poems from two different poets, but three poems altogether. The first poem I'm going to read is called The Bright Field by R.S. Thomas. I'll read it through twice. I have seen the sun break through to illuminate a small field "'for a while, and gone my way, and forgotten it. "'But that was the pearl of great price, "'the one field that had treasure in it. "'I realize now that I must give all I have to possess it. "'Life is not hurrying on to a receding future, "'nor hankering after an imagined past. "'It is the turning aside, like Moses, "'to the miracle of the lit bush, "'to a brightness that seemed as transitory as your youth.' Once, but is the eternity that awaits you. The Bright Field I have seen the sun break through to illuminate a small field for a while and gone my way and forgotten it. But that was the pearl of great price, the one field that had treasure in it. I realize now that I must give all I have to possess it life is not hurrying on to a receding future nor hankering after an imagined past it is the turning aside like moses to the miracle of the lit bush to a brightness that seemed as transitory as your youth once but is the eternity that awaits you i just love the flow of this poem there's a beauty and a a lyricism about it that really draws me in and I like the the allusions to the future and the past the idea of the pearl of great price hidden in a field like the parable that Jesus speaks about the kingdom of God is like that this poem speaks to the present moment to being there for the lit burning bush right there that's transitory but is right there with us really struck me, this poem, and I really appreciated it when Noel sent it to me. On we go to Heidi Barr. And there's going to be two poems of hers that I read, and they both touched me so much. They're both fairly short, and I'll read each one of them twice, hoping that it sinks in and saturates you with its goodness and that you can meditate on it in some way that revives your soul and soothes it. And feel free to play this podcast again and enjoy it. This can be kind of a meditative reflection for the season and a way to sort of recalibrate your heart to a different chronology, a different kind of time that is slower, that is different than the world's time, which doesn't pay any heed to the care of your soul. This poem is called When Words Fail by Heidi Barr. Sometimes, when you are trying to come up with just the right words to describe something astonishing or joyful or heartbreaking thing, sun breaks through clouds, like a child peeking through flimsy curtains, or a gentle breeze lifts the hair that fell across a tired gaze, or all of a sudden a fox holds your gaze, a streak of wildness refusing to be tamed. Anyway, Sometimes words aren't enough because experiencing life in full requires learning a language that can only be felt. I thank Noel for sending that to me as well. I have a special place in my heart for foxes, especially the kind that remind me of the one in The Little Prince. And there'll be a little bit about that in my book. Actually, I'm writing about that. I'm going to read it one more time and hopefully let us luxuriate in it a little bit. When words fail. Sometimes when you're trying to come up with just the right words to describe some astonishing or joyful or heartbreaking thing, sun breaks through clouds like a child peeking through flimsy curtains or a gentle breeze lifts hair that fell across its tired gaze. Or all of a sudden, a fox holds your gaze, a streak of wildness refusing to be tamed. Anyway, sometimes words aren't enough because experiencing life in full requires learning a language that can only be felt. This is so beautiful. I love the way gaze is said twice in this, and I love the way this is also about the present moment how it is a poem and it's made up of words but it is also a poem that is speaking of something beyond language beyond something that we can get our words around and understand it's the world and the interior life the world of feelings i love the because experiencing life in full requires a language that can only be felt. That is just such a little morsel. I love it. And the last one is called December Dark. I particularly like this one because I am struggling right now with the dark. The sun goes down really early right now. I'm not a big fan of that. We're close to the time of the winter solstice. And this is a poem reflecting that. Of course, I'm speaking of the northern hemisphere. I know that I have dear friends in New Zealand and Australia who listen to this, and you're experiencing summertime right now. But for us in the North, we are experiencing December dark that Heidi Barr speaks of. And I will try to speak this poem as best I can. December dark. Take solace in gentle rhythms of ritual, in ceremonies of the ordinary Brew tea, fold clothes, knead bread. Walk to the mailbox. There is so much to savor. In slowness, with quality of attention allows noticing each detail. Wisps of steam rising, soft folds in worn shirts, hands and dough working together. Snow crunching underfoot in moonlight. Celebrate this walk. Through dark days, this chance to do it differently, to revel in slowness while light waits its turn. And speaking to this, I can deeply appreciate this, finding new ways to enjoy where you are, even if it's not your preferred season of life. Whether that's summer versus winter or season in life that is a darker time of obscurity or waiting or pain there are still things to be appreciated. You can still slow things down and revel in it for what it is as light waits its turn. Um, that turn of phrase is, is quite beautiful. And I like the gentleness of this poem as it kind of envelops you like a blanket in wintertime, really, um, to slow down and get used to where you are, get used to the season where you are, the place where you are, brew some tea and hunker down for winter, for winter's nap of the soul, maybe, we would say. And all that that can be, instead of just coming up with a defense and a fighting stance for the present moment to resist it, instead, celebrate this walk through dark days, as she says. I'm going to try to embrace these ideas, and not resist where I am, whether it's in December or January, or whether it's the season in my life where things happen that I don't like or agree with or prefer, whether there's struggle and pain and heartache and heartbreak, or there's joy and vulnerability. Whatever it is, I'm going to try to slow it down and take it for what it is. It's a great reminder, this poem. This poem is liturgy, really. Let's do it one more time. I'll read it again. December dark. Take solace in gentle rhythms of ritual, in ceremonies of the ordinary. Brew tea, fold clothes, knead bread, walk to the mailbox. There is much to savor in slowness when quality of attention allows noticing each detail. Wisps of steam rising, soft folds in well-worn shirts Hands and dough working together, snow crunching underfoot in moonlight. Celebrate this walk through dark days, this chance to do it differently, to revel in slowness while light waits its turn. That just puts a hush to my soul today, and I hope that you can find some comfort in it as well. If you enjoy this podcast, I ask that you will review it on iTunes so that other people can find it. And if you would like to read these poems for yourself, I will be posting them in the show notes for this episode, free to the public at patreon.com forward slash muse. There you will find many other posts that have been made free to the public and some that are available only to supporters at a dollar or $5 and up. As a supporter, you become a very encouraging part of my life and the way I make this podcast happen. As it is now, I lose about $100 a month doing this podcast. But I love doing it. I love promoting the authors that I have here, the poets that I have on here. I love bringing their work to light and new ears. And um, I'll keep doing it until it's not fun anymore. But it does cost something. And so if you appreciate it, Chip in once in a while and help me out so that I can fund it. I thank you so much for listening. I wish you a blessed Advent. And we will have a Christmas-themed podcast next time with Dr. Loretta Coleman-Brown. She's bringing us some meditations on Christmas from Dr. Howard Thurman. It's going to be such a treat. And so I invite you back in a week to hear those. Thank you so much for listening. Have a wonderful day.